0: Welcome to the Iron Self Podcast, where we jump into health, fitness, mindset, and becoming the best version of yourself. Today with your hosts, Mike and Kayla Minion. Welcome back to the Iron Self Podcast. Woo! Hi, guys, how are we doing today? On today's episode, we are talking failure. Ooh, ooh.
1: See the eyebrows went down right away there? Failure. That's a, that's a hard one to swallow.
0: I don't think anybody likes to talk about failure, and I think that it's kind of like one of those like taboo things. Like, ooh, we don't talk about that.
1: I want to talk about failure.
0: Everybody else, <laughs> with, but everybody wants to talk about success. Like, oh, I was so successful with this, or I, was, I accomplished that. But we never want to dig into the nitty-gritty about, like, what did you fail at?
1: What, what really sucked? Failure is a stepping stone. So, I want to talk about my failure to begin with. When I was going to go into fire college, way back in the day here, 2000 and what, 11? 2000? That's not that long ago. Maybe <laughs> earlier than that. Anyways, way back in the day. <laughs> no, when I was going to fire college, uh, one of the first things I had to do was a physical test. So, part of that physical test was push-ups. Um... When I did my push-up test, I think the first time I did it, it you know, down to a clapboard, two-inch clapboard, and all the way back up to extension, and then back down, I think I did 26 push-ups, and I collapsed. That was a failure to me, because everybody else that I was competing against that day, I think the, the lowest was like, I don't know, 30 or 40 or something like that, and I got 26, and I collapsed, because... I had not been training that. I trained everything else, but apparently not my push-ups. So I saw that as a stepping stone. I saw that as a point of improvement for myself, but I took it personally at the same time because in my mind, I had failed at that point. So how I dealt with that was I started doing push-ups every day. So again, failure turning into something that is actually a strength of mine. The the next time I did a push-up test, I think I got like 186. Like I absolutely killed it. So... This is taking that failure and moving forward.
0: But how, what was your self-talk like at the time? Because I think that's the big thing to really jump into here is like, yes, you used it to empower you forward. The action, the journey, the end result was amazing. But what took place in your mind when, when you failed?
1: Uh, For me, it was a lot of insecurity. It was a lot of, well, beating myself up because I hadn't prepared myself enough to excel at something that I wanted to excel at. So again, um, pretty much almost right away for me, it was a big motivator. It was like, okay... So I haven't done well now. I'm going to work my ass off and do well next time.
0: So, did you define that you had failed, or did your like did your your teachers or instructors say to you, "Oh my, oh, no, you suck, you failed"?
1: That that was all self talk, right? I, again, comparison. Comparison's the thief of joy. I was comparing myself against all of the other people that were. I think I was in a group of five or six guys when we first did it there. Um, So I compared myself against all of them, and in my mind, I failed because I did worse than the other four or five guys that I was competing against.
0: Okay, so nobody told you you failed. You compared yourself to other people and determined your own definition of failure, and then you decided to turn that around. Now, would you say that 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 failure caused maybe a stress response in your body did it did it cause you to feel anxious or worried or like that upset stomach feeling that we get when we when we start to perpetuate that stress inside our head
1: Ah, uh, yeah 100 that was that was how how i responded because i had trained and thought i was you know doing so good ready to go for this and then i show up and we'll call it performance anxiety i, I didn't uh, perform how i had expected to so of course there was that self talk that you know oh man you've you've wasted your time and wasted the money to come and do this and all these other thoughts had run through my head um the day of 100% it was it was not a, a happy place inside of my head day of but again, I didn't have the skills and the knowledge that I do now to be able to move right out of that, right? That that took some processing at that point in my life.
0: And I don't think that at, even with the skills and the knowledge and the understanding that you have now, I don't think that that's going to negate what I'm going to call previous patterning, like patterns that we have come to adopt over time. So, you know, when you fail, that negative self-talk, that stinking thinking creeps in because it's there to keep you safe, to keep you stuck, to keep you, you know, I guess I'm gonna say like surviving from like, not, not necessarily thriving, but surviving. And so it's like, well, you sucked at this last time. So what, why would you keep trying? Why would you keep going? Like that negative thinking creeps in. And I, even now with all the skills and knowledge and everything that I have, and I know that you have, I feel like that response still comes in but it's about the amount of attention that you give that response and uh, how you proceed forward, right? So when I fail at something now, you know, I hear that stinking thinking come in, I hear the previous patterning come in, I'm able to stop and recognize it and go, Mm -hmm. this isn't serving me. This isn't a failure. I can change my perspective on this and see this as a learning opportunity. So I didn't fail when I got up on stage and I didn't Place in my bodybuilding competition i didn't fail i was still you know part of the top you know one or two percent of humans that have even gotten on stage in a bathing suit to allow other people to Judge judge them i mean
1: i didn't fail
0: i succeeded but in the moment i was like oh my god i failed Oh, I didn't place, and that stinking thinking, but it was a a perspective shift of going, no, 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 you're still in the top, you know, significant majority here that, or minority that hasn't actually achieved this. So you didn't fail, you succeeded, and you keep trying and trying again to better yourself and see this as a learning opportunity. Oh, next time maybe I need to try doing this a little different. I need to build out these muscles a little bit more, and it's allowed me to set new goals for myself, but it's part of the journey.
1: So I think it all comes back to exactly what you said, is that perception is your reality, right? So you don't perceive it now that you know everything you know. You wouldn't perceive it as a failure. You'd perceive it as a stepping stone, as a way to improve upon. Whereas the day of, when you didn't place the first bikini competition, you were in there, that was that, the perception that day was, well, I'm going to beat myself up a little bit. Well,
0: the perception that day wasn't even just the day, that was a month. I mean, that was my very first big competition that I quote unquote failed in front of an entire group of people um, and I saw it as a failure and I beat myself up for over a month. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a spiral rabbit hole of shitting all over myself, essentially. (laughs) Um, And I didn't, I had the skills, but I didn't deploy the skills because I didn't, have the confidence to deploy them right i didn't believe in my own value or worth enough to deploy the skills because i felt devalued and unworthy okay right and so i allowed previous patterning to perpetuate that undervalued feeling
1: okay so now because now we do have all these skills and knowledge let's just say you go on stage and you don't get a placement again. How do you deal with that differently now with all the knowledge and skills that you have? Do you deal with it differently now?
0: I think I, I, I'm going to be totally honest at first. Yeah, that negative thinking is going to come in because it's just... It's hardwired. It's hardwired in. It's something that, especially when it's really important to you or something that you worked really hard at, it it's hard to not critique yourself to go, oh, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you change this? But... Seeing it as that learning opportunity, and this is what I did last time um, I competed, there was no downward spiral. And the reason for that, was because it was a learning opportunity. I was so proud of myself for coaching myself to stage. I was so mm-hmm. proud of myself for achieving what I had. It happened to be on our daughter's birthday and she was so proud of me. And having that inspiration come from others and saying, you know what, mom, I'm so proud of you for for doing this. I I can't believe you're doing this and like that, that was that wow, I've really, I've really achieved something here. And even if I don't place, it's not a loss, it's a win. And this is my perspective shift of how can I keep getting myself better and becoming better. Mm -hmm.
1: So I think that's the big thing right there is that that paradigm, that perspective shift of it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. So it's about everything you're learning on the way to stage, right? Or to what whatever you're doing in your life is we're, we're working on ourselves throughout the entire journey, so you can't just put all your focus on the end achievement, right? So this is, this is how you grow, and it's having that growth mindset instead of the old fixed mindset where it's like, if I don't achieve this goal, then I failed. It's like, well, no, everything's a growth opportunity, so now instead of it being either a success or a failure, it's all a path. Right, so this, this is that growth mindset.
0: Well, and we get to define what success is and what failure is, right? So when we meet a goal, is that success? Do we get to define that as success? And I think sometimes, yes, yes, we get to define that as success because I was successful in meeting my goal. But was it the process over time to achieve that that was successful? or was it the outcome of achieving it that was a success? And I would like you to look at, it's probably that process. Mm -hmm. What did you learn over the process to achieve that success that made that success worth achieving, right? And redefining what success looks like. I mean, we tie our our, our failures to our self-worth, our self-esteem, and our self-acceptance right like how many people step on the scale in the morning and if they're up 1 or 2 pounds they are the worst human being ever and if they are down a pound hell yeah i'm the best i'm having a great day and you're letting that uh, d- that define your day but your weight fluctuates within five freaking pounds any given day. So please stop defining yourself based on a fucking scale. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, like, it cannot, we cannot tie our failures to our self-worth, our self-esteem and our self-acceptance. And I think in both of our stories here that we've shared, that's what we did. We tied that failure to our own worth.
1: So I want to switch the perspective there because I have another failure story that's actually fairly recent. We're we're doing a hypertrophy set with Kayla and my workouts right now. Um, so we're going really high reps. So my back squat, for example, this you know previous set for me was 15 to 20 reps. And I was going pretty decent weight for that. I mean, by the end of the six weeks I think I was up to like 225 or 235 for my back squat at 20 reps which
0: is still more than I weigh which
1: which is a lot of weight right so when you look at it volume equated 225 times 20 reps three sets through that's that's a lot of weight that's a lot of volume that I was pushing but the crazy part for me was that you know by the end of that I remember my very last workout I was on like rep 18 with 225 or 235 on my back and i had to let it go at 18 and i was like nope my body is physically not able to push this old mike would have been like this is a failure you're not strong enough anymore blah 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 but i was like man i just pushed a crazy amount of weight like this there's nothing wrong with what i just did and and you know i've i've been able to take that like that used to be like damn near my max squat now that's like high amount of reps for that so looking at it as this is all growth this is i built this much stamina this much strength and endurance and this much muscle in however long that I've been working out. So that to me is that that growth mindset. This It doesn't matter that I failed my last lift of my last set. I can still pick this up and continue moving forward and be happy with my results. So again, taking that, instead of it being a failure, that's a success. I, I may have failed the lift, but overall... Great success.
0: Well, I think the one thing that we always say to our clients is fail forward. Mm -hmm. If you are not failing, you are not succeeding because you cannot grow without failure. You do not grow when you are successful.
1: You got to push yourself, right? And If you're constantly pushing yourself, there's no way that anybody can push themselves to the maximum and succeed every single time. It's not feasible. It is not physically possible to perform at that level every day, day in and day out. You can't do it. Nobody can do it. The best basketball, football, hockey players in the world, they cannot perform at their absolute best every single night, every single game they have. You need to accept that there will be failures and stumbling points and move forward from that. How did you learn? What did you learn? Right?
0: What is that resilience that you build? I mean, in in the fear episode that we talked, we talked about like Thomas Edison and we talked to you about how, you know, he said, I I haven't failed. I have found ten thousand ways that don't work. It's like that that is a perspective shift in into itself. Like no matter what your goal is, no matter what you're what you're trying to succeed at you don't fail you learn and you keep finding new ways to try and try again I mean if at first you do not succeed try try again I mean Tr- can I put in any other euphemisms here
1: trying to get Kayla to build muscle in certain parts of her body is insane so putting like having to switch her workouts a million different ways whether it's you know going higher vol higher volume with lower weights or lower volume with higher weights or whatever it might be, we've had to change that programming a million times to find out what works for her body.
0: Because every person's body is different.
1: Right? So I can build an exercise program for everybody, but that doesn't mean it's for anybody, right? It's got to be specific to your goals and how your body responds to these movements. So again, it's not a failure, it's a learning curve. We got that bell curve of how we're going to make great things happen.
0: If you're ready to make a change in your life, step into the best version of you, check out our Iron Self Transformation Program. Find more info on our website www.ironbodycoach.com. So with failure, we need to start reframing what it is, seeing it as a learning opportunity, letting go of that perfectionism of, and starting to begin to ask yourself, have I actually failed? Mm-hmm. Or how can I see this as what have I learned in this opportunity? What, what
1: lessons did you learn in your current pursuit? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call it a failure. I'm going to call it your current pursuit. Because saying something is a failure is absolute. This was a failure. There is no way that this will ever be perfect. And that is absolute bullshit you're telling yourself. You can make it whatever goal you're going for. You just haven't found the right way yet.
0: I mean, success is knowing what you want out of life. Right? And feeling proud for investing in what is meaningful to you. So what has meaning to you, that is where you define your success. So invest in yourself. Do you have meaning to you? If, if that's going to help you define your success, I mean, the biggest, the best investment you can ever make is in yourself because that's really who you're with this entire life. Yeah. Is like you have yourself, so invest in yourself. But what other things do you invest in? Do you invest your time in your job? Does your job define your success? Do you invest your time in your family? What other things can you invest other than monetary? Like time is one of those big things. Can you invest in experience? What is it that you are investing and finding success and growth within that
1: Mm, growth? Growth is a big one for me because not everything in your life can or will be a success, but finding growth in everything you do and learning how to extend that growth, right? Learning how where, where the ceiling is and how to get above that.
0: So coming <clears throat> out of a, pa- a place of failure, we need to have a vision or a greater purpose, a greater goal. What is it that you're going for? And then understanding your why behind that. What is the driving force here?
1: That's my favorite thing to talk about is people's whys because that is how change is made. That That's where the real change is made.
0: And once you've created your vision or your goal and your why, you take that into having a clear, effective Plan. What is the plan of action? What we call that in our our transformation program is our roadmap for success. What is your roadmap? And then you start to build strategy around that roadmap. We start to build resiliency. So what like strategy is like, you know, I'm going to try doing this. And then the resiliency is that didn't work now I'm going to try doing this. Mm -hmm. And so being able to take a good hard look at what it is that you're doing, what's working, what's not working, and building that success from there.
1: One of my favorite things is when we hear clients, and I hear it all the time, that tell me that they've tried everything to lose weight. They've tried literally everything to lose weight, and they've failed at all of them. And I say, okay, well, what, what hasn't worked for you? And they start listing off everything they've done. And then it's like, okay, you haven't tried everything. So just so you know, you haven't tried eating more yet because you chronically under eat and you've been dieting for three years. Like we're, we're going to actually make you eat more food. And they're like, no. And then they start losing weight and they're like, yeah. So it's, it's that, you know, taking an honest look at have you tried everything? And when people tell me they've tried everything, I love it because it's never everything.
0: Well, and the other part of the trying everything and finding failure within that is how dedicated were you? How consistent were you? How How long did you, how accurate, how long did you try it for? Like if your definition of I tried everything is and you've gone from like, fad diet to fad diet every two weeks you haven't tried anything in order to give something a good hard try you need to dedicate at least three months at least before you start building that success like when clients come to us i say the first month you're figuring it out just
1: learning how to track and how what what fats are what carbs are what proteins
0: are Month number two is where you start to really dive into that success, tweaking it in a little bit more. And month number three is where we start to really build that success. But three months is where success is starting to build. Three
1: months isn't even 1% of your life, people.
0: So then you got to go four, five, six months down the road. Now you can say, yes, this worked. No, this didn't work. And I think that that's where a lot of us don't want to invest six months to find out if we're going to succeed but I want you to start that redefining that success it's like it's about the journey where's the failures where's the successes within the journey where are your challenges where are your stumbling blocks and the biggest thing for us is we start to look at building that resilience and we talk to clients about building resilience all the time so we have five things that really lend way to building resilience number one Self compassion. Self compassion. So, understanding that we are all failing together. Okay. (laughs) Fail forward, (laughs)
1: my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: we all have failures and stumbling blocks and challenges. And understand. Even the most
1: put together people you know fail hard and fail often.
0: Part of self compassion is having common humanity. So, understanding that it is part of the human process to fail and having that kindness for yourself within that is like, okay. I'm accepting going to, that right i'm gonna accept the fact that i'm gonna fail forward yeah i mean i have failed so many times that i can't even count it now um <laughs> she fails all
1: the time no. <laughs> second one is a growth mindset this is something that we preach all the time and
0: you've already kind of talked about this so can you tell us mike what is a growth mindset a growth
1: mindset is constantly looking for how you're going to better what you've already done right it's it's never a fixed thing it's never i failed we're done one and done it is okay Maybe I failed, but how am I going to take lessons from this, learn, and continue to grow? How am I going to make tomorrow better than today?
0: I think the growth mindset is the biggest key to resiliency. These the, the other ones are important, but I think it is the biggest key to success. Yeah. So then number three is having problem-solving skills. You, you know, when a problem comes up, how can I solve it? I mean, your problem can't always be at the bottom of a bottle of alcohol like to solve it
1: creative problem solving is so important this is something that was like really ingrained in me uh through again the fire service when i was you know coming up in the fire service it was if you got a problem you never come to the chief with the problem you come to the chief with a solution to the problem to get more input how they might have a better idea right and and it's the same thing that i've said to a lot of people that i've worked with is don't come to me with a problem. Come to me with the solution and then we can work on the actual solution together.
0: The problem is, is if <clears> I give you the solution. Easy button. It's an easy button, but you're less likely to do it. Well,
1: and you're less likely to learn from it, right? This is this is the difference between nutrition coaching and getting a meal plan where somebody tells you this is what you eat every day compared to I'm going to teach you the skills to eat properly.
0: Well, and, and I think that that's, that's the biggest thing here is like you have that intrinsic motivation. You want to do it when you've come up with a solution yourself. Mm -hmm. If I say to you, I just want you to not eat, you know, chips anymore, then you're kind of focused on the chips and you're like, well, frick, I'm going to eat chips because that's defiant against her, right? But if you come to me (laughs) and you say, I think I need to not eat chips anymore. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? What does that look like? What are you going to replace it with? Now you're doing your own problem solving. So that is another key to resiliency. Mm -hmm. Jumping into that, we have our purpose or our meaning. What? Why are you doing it? It's
1: the driving factor.
0: What? Yeah. What? What is this defining you? Why do you keep wanting to do this or enter into this and really taking a good hard look at it? That?
1: that I was going to say that you need to take a hard look at your why. What? What is your driving factor, and why does it motivate you to want to be better? What. And
0: it, understanding that that why needs to motivate you in the sense of, like, if your why is that you wanna be healthier or you wanna keep up with your children or your grandchildren or whatever that might be, if that is your why, then when you're, you know, having a moment of weakness, how does that why keep driving you forward? Because at some point you're gonna say, well, you know, being healthy, I don't care. I would rather enjoy this brownie with my grandchildren than be healthy, and that's okay to find that balance, but recognizing, you know, what is out of balance? Like what does, you know, at, at what point, how many brownies does it take for me to define that I maybe need to try something different? Seven, you know? seven brownies. <laughs> so, so really defining what success and failure looks like for you around that is like, I can find balance and still be successful within this. It doesn't need to be black or white, that growth mindset versus that fixed mindset.
1: Okay, what's the last step? Resiliency.
0: Recognition. Ooh. recognition of what is success, what is failure, what is
1: clear definitions. Yes, right? what is
0: it that I have in this present moment that I am doing to be able to define it?
1: What I want to say for defining failure is failure should always be an opportunity for learn. What did, what did you learn? Where where did what lesson did you get from that failure? And failure is never absolute. You will never 100% fail unless you give up or it is not or die, (laughs) but it is not worth giving up. If it is something that you are passionate about, it is something that you want to help you instill change in your life, whatever that might be. If it is on your mind, it's worth working for. And if it's worth working for, then it sure as hell is worth failing and failing again to try and get that success and working towards success. Failure is not absolute.
0: I mean, look at Elon Musk. I'm sure he didn't just, like, decide that he was going to... build a rocket ship. Yeah, build a rocket ship <laughs> and go to Mars. I mean, like, how many times did he try and that rocket ship didn't make it to Mars? Like, that success it just needs to be built over time, and you got to fail to figure out what doesn't work.
1: And again, if you give up, like, if you are that absolute, you've tried this so many times and you failed... It might be one thing, one minor tweak that you have to make, and you would have amazing success. You've already done the work. You've already failed up till this point. You might be one, one little change from the greatest success of your life. Why would you give up now? Keep pushing.
0: So if you want help to stay accountable, to achieve your goals, to never give up on yourself, and to have that person backing you... I want you to reach out to us because I want to back you. I want to help you be successful. I want to help you build that resilience. I know Mike wants to help.
1: This is this is what we do in our transformation program. We show people the way. We show them that your, your goals need to have action steps and you need to have a strong why. And then you need to build a roadmap so that you can get from point A to point B very clearly defined.
0: And we want to help you see the things that maybe are holding you back to see what it is that you actually want out of your life when you start defining what you truly truly want out of your life that's where success lies because you can start aiming for that you can start achieving that but if you never define it then you live in the coasting reality of when i'm coasting i fail and i keep failing and i live in this rabbit run or whatever you hamster wheel. That's the word I'm looking for it. Hamster wheel where you're just kind of going and going and going without, do you like the hamster? Pulse? I love the hamster Um <laughs> Without actually ever achieving anything.
1: Well, and again, like I said, reach out. You might be one minor tweak away from the best success of your life. And that doesn't have to be with health. That can be with business. That can be with your relationships with your family, with, with anything that you can be one tweak away from that success. And last thing I want is anybody to give up on their dreams and accept a failure because one change that's all it takes
0: yeah and we have a free 30-minute consult so if you want help kind of figuring that stuff out contact us reach out for your free 30-minute consult and we'll, we'll help you start figuring out how to start achieving that success and that greatness Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found value in the information that we provided. If you liked it, share it with a friend, a family member, a loved one, somebody that you feel could find success in this as well. And friends, let's keep failing forward.
1: Have a great day, guys. Bye for now.